The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. As a writer who loves to read, I can't imagine creating a 165-pound book. God, what the fuck are you talking about? A 165-pound book? Yeah. I don't know. Sounds like an urban legend is about to spill out in the studio. (laughs) How did you guess? Well, technically, it's not an urban legend. In this episode, we're discussing the Codex Gigas, or also known as the Devil's Bible. This is Unexplained Realms, the podcast. I'm your host, Anne, and I'm joined in the studio by our producer and co-host, Eddie V. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Unexplained Realms podcast. Let's get down to it. The Codex Gigas is Latin for the giant book. This 165-pound giant book is often referred to as the Devil's Bible. The book binding consists of wooden boards that are covered in leather. At the corners, there are metal guards. It is said that the book is composed of 310 leaves of vellum from donkeys and calfskin. Initially, the book had 320 pages in it, though some were removed over time. In movies and other fictional stories, the pages are said to be removed as they contained the Devil's Prayer. There are five full texts in this book. The first text is the Old Testament Bible. The second is the historical works of Flavius Josephus, the Antiquities, and the Jewish War. The third text is the Encyclopedia by Isidore. The fourth text is a collection of medical works. And the final text, a chronicle of Bohemia by Cosmas from Prague. There are various short texts in the book, a work on penitence, exercising evil spirits, and a calendar that contains a list of saints and local bohemian persons and the days they would have been commemorated. It is said there is one lost work that has been removed, the rule of Saint Benedict, the essential guide to monastic life written in the 6th century. According to the legend, these texts were selected very carefully by a monk who had broken his monastic vows. His punishment was to be walled in, immurement from Latin, in and muris wall. This was imprisonment for life, which the subject was enclosed in an extremely tight confinement. 
The monk who wished to avoid such punishment promised to create the Codex Gigas in its entirety in one night. When midnight neared, he feared he would not be able to complete the book. So he prayed to Lucifer, the fallen angel, and asked for help to finish the book. In exchange, the monk would give his soul to Lucifer. The legend states that the devil's pictures were added to show gratitude for his assistance in creating the book. It is believed the most important selection of texts in the book is the Bible, and others were chosen to provide information, such as the Jewish history, which would be in Josephus' text. The universal knowledge contained in Isidore's texts were, of course, medicine and the local history that is within the text of Cosmos. Records in the Codex end in 1229. Nothing further was recorded after that point. Legend has it that this monastery was destroyed in the 15th century which is where the Codex was housed. The giant book changed hands many times, though, from 1477 to 1593. It was kept in the library of a monastery in Brumov in the Czech Republic. In 1593, it was taken to Prague, the capital of Czech Republic, where it took part in the collection of the Emperor Rudolf II. The giant book now resides in a glass enclosure in the basement of the King's Library in Stockholm. The book was brought to Stockholm in the late 16th century after the Thirty Year War. There are several legends surrounding the reason it's called the Devil's Bible. Obviously, they all involve the Devil. You heard the legend of the monk that wrote the book, but another legend states that a scribe traded his soul to the Prince of Darkness, aka the Devil, in order to complete the book all in one night. Within the book there is a portrait of the Devil, and the page directly opposite is an image of a heavenly city. Some interpret this city as heavenly Jerusalem, which is discussed in the book of Revelation in the Bible. On page 577 is the strangest depiction of the devil I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. It looks like a goblin from the movie Labyrinth, mm -hmm. and its toenails are painted red. <laughs> Listen, he wanted to be a diva too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that portrait is actually directly across from the page of the picture of the heavenly city. No one knows why for sure, but the thought is that it was to show the readers the difference between heaven and hell. Throughout the pages of the book, it seems as if the author's mindset was to write holy texts to atone for sins. There is also a long list of confessions within the pages. You know, some of the old ways of penitence are pretty bizarre. Take, for example, in the Colombian Netflix series English titled Blood Ties, set in the early 1800s, one character performs self-flagellation with a whip designed to do some serious damage to his back. He does this as an apology to God for his sinful thoughts. 
Some sick and twisted things have been done in the name of religion, man. Yeah. Um, well, we may never know who wrote this huge book, so we may as well leave it to the realms of the unexplained. So what do you think of that, Mr. V? You think there's really a giant book somewhere like that? I mean, they say it really is. There's yeah. really a book, but do you think it's really like a demonic Bible or, you know, what? I've seen other stuff that's probably not as big as that, but mm. yeah, they, that definitely exists because there are people mm. who worship him just like any well, other yeah, deity. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I just, I um, have a hard time understanding what was written in there. Like, why, like, uh, confessions and maybe it was like a giant confessional kind of book i don't know but you know just the way some people will ask god for this or that or protection for whatever you mm. know and then people from the other side uh you know do yeah, likewise right so who knows what the pr purpose of this book was but uh it would be pretty epic to actually see in person so yeah just yeah. The, the the whole idea of depicting the anti-christ or anti-god or whatever the devil satan beelzebub whatever the way it's depicted is like part goat part you know human sort of thing with yeah mm. just to yeah. me it's just comical but there's a lot of stuff back in you know um earlier man whatever you know just uh couldn't explain certain things and this mm. is this is the way they were um expressed right right yeah so who knows? I mean, I don't know. We, uh, like I said, we'll leave it to the realms of the okay, unexplained. Explain. Can we give another shot at tequila? Oh, think most definitely. Yeah, you know, I'd rather <laughs> self-flagellate on the inside. If you're new, you can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you can get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsors' links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com with a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you. This podcast is supported by Anchor.fm and V Media Studios.